Welcome to Southern New Hampshire University's Social Sciences podcast, Agents of Change. Here we invite students and professionals to chat with us on topics of inclusion and diversity, student success, and their learning experiences. In this podcast, we will hear insights and personal accounts of people who have persisted against the odds and impacted positive social change. Join us as we learn how we can all be positive agents of change. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Hector Garcia. And during this special podcast episode, we will feature one of our very own students in the Student Persistence Series. This series showcases students who have overcome challenges, obstacles, and other difficulties in achieving both personal, career, and educational goals. And so today, we are joined by Ms. Nasilia Chambers, one of our very own Southern New Hampshire University psychology students. Welcome to the podcast, Ms. Chambers. Thank you for having me today, Dr. Garcia. It is a pleasure being here. Very well. It's very nice to have you here with us today to share your story so that our audience gets a little bit of information and background about you. Please go ahead and tell us briefly about your background and how you have managed to land here in our Student Persistence Series podcast. I was born in Jamaica. I migrated to the U.S. at the age of 18. And it's been a pleasure just being here to pursue my dreams. I'm currently a graduate student here at Southern New Hampshire University pursuing my forensic psychology degree. And I'm looking forward to graduating soon. Excellent, excellent. So please, as we said earlier, this is our student persistence series. So can you let our audience know what types of challenges or obstacles that you are faced with when you are pursuing your educational and career goals? I'll start by saying my first challenge was pregnancy. I got pregnant twice throughout my studies. And it's a wonderful thing being a mother, but it was quite a challenge. You know, it set me back and I am here today on the journey. My second thing was domestic disputes. Um, those were a setback as well. Having to feel as though I was, wasn't worth what I'm truly worth, right? And having overcome in that one was a huge deal in my life. In fact, it was a, it was a, it was a very big deal for me right? Um, I'm strong today because of it. And thirdly, time management was a thing. There are only 24 hours in the day, right? Um, being a full-time employee, being a mom to two wonderful young boys, and just other commitments that I have, you know, in life. 
those three things were my, I'll say my major challenges throughout my academia. Well, yes, of course, we could see that um, having two young children to, to raise while working full time and also pursuing educational goals is definitely going to be very challenging. And that ties directly in with what you talked about, time management. And so we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, you did mention domestic disputes, and that is something that is common, but often not reported or talked about in society because it is shunned upon. And it is also an area that is very personal to many people. So thank you for bringing that up. And of course, anyone who's listening, please know that that we here at the university have resources and help for you. If you are suffering through anything similar to that, we have wonderful counselors, we have the Help You program, and all kinds of different resources available for you. So knowing that you have these issues, and two of them are, are connected very closely with raising young children and uh, time management. As you said, there's only 24 hours in a day. We're curious to know what were the strategies that you developed to overcome these challenges? Because as you noted, you did graduate, you received your undergraduate degree. You're now pursuing a master's degree. And so how were you able to overcome those very, very significant challenges? Glad that you asked that question. The first thing I had to do was increase my faith in my supernatural being. And by me increasing my faith, this allowed me to develop a positive mindset, which is a key factor to achieving success. You got to believe in yourself, right? In believing in yourself, you just remain optimistic. Keep telling yourself you can do this, right? The second thing I did was I am self-driven and I have a strong determin determination. I used my determination to guide my processes. I made a plan, I believed in myself, and I followed through with my plan. I also increased my support system, which, you know, no man is an island, right? And I've just decided to work smarter and not harder. And by incorporating these strategies, I was able to graduate with the highest Latin honors here at Southern New Hampshire University in my undergrad program. So those were just a few of the strategies that helped me. So very, very, very nice strategies, but we'd like to know how those strategies really came into play. So let me pose this to you. It is a Thursday. You have two small children. You're working and you have work to do because you know on Thursday you have to have your discussion questions done, right? Okay. And you know that by Sunday night you have to have your milestone number one ready. Now, the children are uh, 
young, so they need care. Um, you're working. How did you do it? We we want to know specifically how did you how did you get your discussion question in? How did you get your milestone done? With as you said, only 24 hours in a day. What what walk us through that day that Thursday years ago? Okay, so a day in the life of Nestilia at school and managing all her personal expectations. Um, my discussion boards, I generally have an idea of what I would like to present for my discussion boards. I think a lot. So I often make my points, write my points down, you know, um, earlier in the week. So by at least Wednesday, I would have all those points together. Now I just need to add flesh onto them. So by, let's say Thursday, I'm crunching time here, right? Um, I would do my discussion post sometimes at work. Um, I take my laptop to work or my tablet and I would post my discussion board. Oftentimes, I would wait until I get home and, you know, just to sit down and fine tune everything, find some sources to support my points. And that goes in. On a Sunday, having to put that milestone through that I've been working on prior to Sunday. Um, I mean, I've had times when I've done a milestone on the day it was actually due. Right. Um, my kids are pretty well behaved. So, you know. I tried to make a balance because, you know, balance and everything was hard for me initially. Um, I was introduced to a mentor, Dr. Derek Jones, through Dr. Barbara Lesniak, one of our deans here. And um, she was just awesome in, you know, putting me on to Dr. Jones, who helped me with time management. So now I was able to, you know, plan differently in terms of how I maximize the 24 hours I have in the day. Um, basically, I would work ahead, work ahead, work ahead. Because not only was I in school, I was taking three courses per term while working and while being a mom. So... And so this is all wonderful, wonderful. Uh, those strategies were very good. And so one of the things that uh, I really noticed was working ahead. And so, and maximizing those 24 hours, working ahead, thinking, doing it part by part, thinking about the discussion post, thinking about the elements of the particular milestone or assignment, whatever it might be. And so having it, having the thoughts in your mind, uh, maximizing some of that time elsewhere during your lunch hour at work, put your thoughts together during your break time uh, while you had a little bit of spare time. And so can we always do it that way? No. But sometimes when the, the moons are all aligned, we can work ahead. And so th this is something very important. The other important thing you mentioned was a mentor. So it's always good to have someone outside who has been there, done that, as they say, someone who can come in and help you and guide you along and give you that little push or the reminder 
or those words of encouragement. So students who are listening, please keep that in mind, you know, working ahead, maximizing your time, reaching out for a mentor. Uh, our university has many mentors available. We have the social sciences for you. So please reach out. Oftentimes we say, wow, no students are reaching out for mentorship or anything. They must be all doing very well. And so please reach out. You may not be aware of it. So as we move on then, now you were able to take three classes. You were able to do your assignments and graduate with Latin honors on top of that. So what actually was keeping you motivated? and pushing you towards those goals because this is a very heavy lift this is a very heavy lift what you know a lot of people say you know this is too much i you know what maybe i'll just drop out this semester i don't like my instructor i can't believe he or she graded me so low in in this area um, i don't know what they're talking about and, and why did they write this class that way and um you know things that people start thinking about so what kept you motivated and pushing towards your goals? So Dr. Garcia, we often tend to underestimate the value or the power of having a positive mindset, right? Through having a positive mindset, we're, we're able to develop our grit level, right? We increase the grit that we have within us. Separate from my grit, my kids are also a huge factor in me ensuring I get to the highest level that I could possibly get within my academics. Just to be able to provide for them the way I would love to. And, you know, um, so I have a positive mindset, having a positive outlook on life. I am self-determined. I persevered through even through some of the toughest times, right? And with all that courage led me to just keep going. I know, hey, I can't stop now, right? I've had moments where, um, you know, I've had some grades that I wouldn't say they're terrible, but my definition of terrible compared to another is just different. But, um, you know, just those driving factors being my children and my positive mindset. And not only that, the network that I developed, right, Dr. Barbara Lesnick, she plays a huge role in me just applying to the master's program. Our very first conversation was, hey, you should get into the master's once you finish the undergrad. Mind you, I had no, I, I didn't think I was going to do the master's, right? But she pushed, you know, sometimes we need that push. Um, my undergrad advisor, she was awesome, right? She saw within me what I didn't see sometimes, and I just kept going. I kept going. Dr. Jones, he just gave me the perfect tools to ensure 
that I plan and I prepare to ensure that I can present myself at the highest level that I could perform at, both personally, professionally, and in my academic life. Um, those are just a few of my motivational um, per persons that motivate me and things that help me to keep going throughout my academia. Well, and we can never undervalue the power of, of mentorship and of being able to reach out to a network. And so I'm glad that you're focusing on this because many students do, do not follow up on this. They're not even aware of it. So you're shedding light on this and you're through your personal account, you're telling us and them, listen, this is available. This is how I did. Look at my circumstances. Look at my time challenges. Yet here I am today. So the other thing is, if you mentioned this a few times, a positive mindset. Now, studies have shown that 80% of our self-talk or the way that we, that internal voice that we have, that internal dialogue is negative. 80%. And it's repetitive. If we were thinking about, we can't do it. We can't write this report. We can't do the milestone today. It's going to come back tomorrow again. It's a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you keep thinking that way, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. It's going to come true. That's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. But now a positive mindset is something that has to be developed. And so you talk about it all the time, positive mindset. How did you develop? such a positive mindset to achieve your goals? In developing a positive mindset, I decided to first speak to myself. I did a self-introspection, right? We learned that within self-care as one of the um, psychological programmatic themes that we study here at Southern New Hampshire, right? Um, through self-care, I would sit down and I'm like, what is it that I want to achieve, right? How am I going to achieve it? Is thinking negative going to help this? Thinking negative will only <laughs> sink me deeper into the hole of depression, you know, into a hole that it's a dark place for some. Dark, It's darker than, you know, darker than others. Um... This positive mindset, I sat down and I had to just think to myself what I wanted to achieve and how I can achieve it. Then I started to jot things down. I wrote down my plan. This is what I would like to see. I often have a three-year plan, a five-year plan, not so much the 10-year, right? But I try to look ahead, the big picture. And once I do that, being negative, doesn't get me there. So I have to switch the way I think. I had to 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 just erase everything that happened, right? Not necessarily meaning it's gone completely, but I can't let my past determine how I get to the future, right? Um, that was how I was able to just try to become optimistic along with the help of others. Um, speaking is a big one. 
I speak to individuals who speak life into me, right? Your crowd helps you. You know, if you're if you're in a crowd that's it's not going anywhere, maybe you need to change that crowd, right? So you look for people who will uplift you and who will help to get you to that point you're trying to get to, right? Um, that was how I was able to just develop and I'm still working on on positive mindset right it's an everyday thing it's not just a oh today I'm gonna be positive um to, to tomorrow no it's a it's a you you have to make it a habit right to practice thinking positive because that's how we're we're able to build connections that's how we're able to reach certain goals in life Yes, agreed, agreed, because as mentioned earlier, with the vast majority of our thoughts being negative, we have to consciously interject that positivity. I started now when I do my lectures for my students or any workshops or webinars, the first question I almost always ask is, of the students or attendees, tell me something positive that has happened to you or around you today. And so why am I doing that? Because I want them to think about something positive today and bring them up on a positive note as we enter into a lecture or we enter into a webinar or something so that we're not just continuously focusing on the negative, which is human nature. So it's a conscious effort. Um, there is self-care involved. As we mentioned earlier, we have many resources for students that we can refer them to. So if they need anything. And... The fact that you have set goals and plans, three years, five years down the road, this is where I want to be. It's it's a roadmap. You're looking at it. It's a long journey. You're not going to get there today. You, you're taking a step every day forward, every day to reach that destination. And so focusing on the positive is something that is much harder uh, to do than to say. It's easier said than done, as you know. So... As we come to the conclusion of our podcast, if I were to ask you, Ms. Chambers, please give us your three most important and valuable pieces of advice that you would give to a student who is facing challenges and obstacles, maybe not as great as yours, but who's facing some obstacles and feel like they're alone, feel like nobody else has these problems, I don't know if I can make it. What would those three pieces of advice be to them? The first thing I would say is try. Try to develop a positive mindset. Try to increase your grit, right? This goes a long way. Just developing a positive mindset. The second thing is Never give up. Do not give up. Whatever it is you're facing, giving up won't change. Giving up won't help it, right? That only stops your time. And we all have, we all have a purpose in life. So don't give up. Thirdly, Trust. Trust the process. Trust yourself. 
Believe in yourself, right? That helps you to develop strength, develop the courage you need to get up and do what you need to do to pursue that dream, to go after that goal, to take that paper up where you wrote that plan on, right? Just trust yourself that you can do this. Speak life into yourself. And you'll, you'll be surprised to see how far this gets you, you know? Always, always believe in yourself. Well, great pieces of advice. Um, I would say that's not only for students, that's for everybody. Anybody who's listening in on this persistence series, those are tips that anybody could use in, in any endeavor, any stage of their life, any stage. So we want to thank you very much, Ms. Chambers, for joining us here today, for shedding some light on your secrets to success and how you were able to overcome huge challenges and obstacles and arrive at your goals. So thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate you coming here today. Thank you for having me, Dr. Garcia. Well, it's been our pleasure. Thank you everyone for listening in. This is your host for this episode of Agents of Change, Dr. Hector Garcia, and I will see you at the next one. Thank you for listening to Southern New Hampshire University's Agents of Change, a social sciences podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review us, and be on the lookout for more exciting episodes. Goodbye for now.